0: The Simple Joe Show is produced by Bamboo Hut Productions. Here at the Bamboo Hut, we bring your imagination to life. But first, let me tell you about my new track pants. Head over to Ellsworthgear.com for the latest in joggers and streetwear fashion. Follow them on Instagram at Ellsworthgear, and be sure to let them know Simple Joe from the Hut sent
1: you. And now your host, Simple Joe. Here we go, guys. Yes, we're here. Let's do it. Doing it again? KJ in the studio. I am in here. What's good?
0: Yeah. We out. We out here. We uh. We smooth right now.
1: There we go.
0: Slamming that SmiNo, yeah. Yes.
1: If you're not up on
0: SmiNo, everybody, you need to get up on SmiNo. That's right. Dope rapper, dope singer. He doing this thing right now. Check him out. Check out that album, Black Swan.
1: Check out that EP, uh, Black Jupiter.
0: Very yes. smooth. I think it's one of the first uh, rap songs. Oh, yeah. Hey, this I love this song because oh, I can yeah. make I can make spaghetti and smoke weed with this. song It's one of those songs you smoke and you like I
1: gotta cook something, right? <laughs>
0: Soul music,
1: good for the soul. Oh yeah, there it is. Yes, and your girl might appreciate it. Hey, this, yeah. hey guys, this is the Simple Joe Show. And if you could help us out because we help you out in providing you with a podcast, rate us the five stars if you think our podcast is any good. And if you don't think it's any good, you don't listen to it. You know, it's a stuff to listen to. And. We are always sunny with this chance of rain. So we have KJ. He is a comedian out yeah. of the Detroit, the Detroit area. Uh huh. And how you been? Um, I've been good. I've yeah? been good. I've been all right, man. A couple
0: of people might not say I'm out of Detroit area because I do a lot of comedy in uh in the Ann Arbor area. Okay. You know, so I'm kind of I'm like. I started in that area though, so I started at, like Ann Arbor, Ipsy, okay, and then uh, gradually moved towards the Detroit area. Like all over Michigan, so now I'm in I'm out I'm out like right outside of Detroit. So
1: how you but, how, uh, how do you like it? Is there different spots? Is there is there a good area? I mean,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 definitely different. You know, it's blacker.
1: Yeah. So. uh so you got to appeal to a different uh, like a, a, a different pers- personalities and different
0: Uh yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean as you know this is a different culture that's also you know the 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 nuances are different but the uh the jokes my you know my jokes still stay the same. You know, you just got to you know, you just got to learn some some ethnic enclaves that's all.
1: Okay. Hi, and how long have you been doing it?
0: Uh, I've been doing stand up seriously for about six years.
1: Six years, wow. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So I,
0: I started a long time ago, and so you know I was just like kind of doing it. Mm-hmm. And so if you put all the years together, it's probably like ten. Okay. Yeah, but but seriously, only six. So that first like five or six years that I was doing it, it was I was just you know, you know, being a dick. Right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just getting up there cocky, piss yeah. and vinegar, yeah, up there. Yeah, pretty much, Thinking about oh, this guy's... Thinking you know everything? Yeah, I actually did, I did think I knew everything, but you know, it turns out, no. Yeah, right, right. So, Yeah. so you're in your 20s or 30s, or... I am an age, you don't need to know, so. All right, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you you said you've been doing it for 10, year, yeah, uh, no, 10 I'm years, a, so yeah. no, I'm, I'm 32, huh. so... Okay. Right. I mean,
0: yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I could have started at 12, you don't know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> what's the name started, uh, what's my man with the puppets? He started when he was, like, 11 years old or Did something. He? Yeah. Okay. I can't think of his name right now. Why can't I think of his name?
1: Uh, does he, yeah, I I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the
0: dude with the puppets, he got, like, uh-huh.
1: 10, Jeff Dunham, yeah, yes. Yeah, Jeff Dunham, there you go.
0: Yeah, he got, like, 10 comedy specials. Yeah, he started when he was a kid, that's crazy
1: yeah yeah that that really is if you think about it and Mm -hmm. that that, that's a true art right of 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 doing that uh pan is it pantomime or is it i think is it uh puppet mastering is it that's what i call puppet mastering yeah because uh you got to talk and keep your teeth showing but not (laughs) you know move your mouth it's it's a different you gotta do
0: some type of wizardry i don't know
1: Right and and don't don't end up like uh, I'm dying up here. Did you watch that series?
0: Oh no, I haven't seen it. Was, was nah. I'm dying up here?
1: I'm dying up here is a series uh, shot in the '70s uh-huh. in L.A. Uh, about the Comedy Store and how uh, Mitzi Shore uh-huh. of the Comedy Store and oh, how yeah, how yeah, yeah, what yeah, her yeah. antics were and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Because for a long time before that show happened, it was kind of like folklore on what she would do and, and all these different stories, and, and she would sleep with different comics, and then co- bigger comics would get would, would get put up there and then get as a paid regular, as they say. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was a whole process. And before the show, no one really knew about it mm-hmm. until you, you got the story handed down from you from an older comic. Like, okay. Like uh, stories Roken says and stories that Joey Diaz says. Um, but... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard a couple of stories about that. Yeah. but I need to check this show out, though. I haven't seen the show, but right, 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 stuff here and there, that's crazy. Well, <laughs> no, no, I forgot my point. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're bringing up...
0: Uh, Jeff shoot. Dunham, he started when he was 11. Uh, right. Just comedy is crazy. It's an art. It's wild...
1: Yeah, it really is. I know,
0: man. It's just you know, it's it's one of those. It's just one of those uh, careers you just navigate on your like it's really your own path. Uh huh. You know, like you can't really emulate how somebody
1: else did it. You know, that's what I was gonna say with the with the with the puppets. So mm-hmm. there was a guy that did the puppet thing, like Jeff Dunham, uh-huh. but he was doing all these racial and doing all these different jokes. <laughs> So he did super <laughs> racial jokes, and there's a black uh, comic uh-huh. that took offense to it. Uh-oh. Took him in the back, grabbed him by the neck, and just like started slugging at him. He's like, "Hey, don't fucking say those jokes ever again. Oh, those shit. are offensive. Don't don't do that around here." And uh, that's crazy. How do I not yeah. know this? Yeah, and then ever ever since then, um, he he I think also in the show was stealing jokes too. Oh so, yeah,
0: that's a. That's a big thing that's popping off these days.
1: Yeah, joke stealing. Joke stealing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it stealing jokes if you if you steal f- from a comic maybe forty that, years ago yeah. and the comic died thirty years ago? Is it stealing? St- yeah. Is it still steal, stealing? stealing. Is yeah. It? yeah. Yeah,
0: man, you okay. can't just jock of somebody's jokes <laughs> <laughs> even if they He's are dead. dead. The that's man's dead. Up. The man's dead. Yeah, but you you stealing his art. You stealing his art, man. You stealing that's his true. exact words. Like those jokes still live on. Somebody could be listening to those jokes, learning from those jokes. It's the difference between learning from jokes and then just Mm -hmm. outright taking the jokes
1: as yours. Because now more than ever, not only in comedy, but also in anything else, you can just go on YouTube, Mm -hmm. look up techniques, different comics, different um, improvs. Definitely. Uh, Every Saturday Night Live, you have access to every single episode since the 70s, you can somehow get on iTunes or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you can have access to pretty much every comic out there. There's two specials going out every week on Netflix.
0: If he was filmed or audioed, any type of thing like that, yeah, you could definitely get access to him. I used to watch a lot of old Eddie Murphy and uh, Chris Rock SNL episodes. Okay,
1: there you go. Yeah, I I was just listening to, uh, there was a nationally broadcast show that Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew did Back in the mid '90s to early 2000s, Adam and it was It was yeah. called Love Line. Yeah, Adam Carolla. You probably know him from the Man Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but he he would. There, he was saying. Um. um <laughs> 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 I'm getting lost in thought now again. <laughs> Goddamn, I'm, I'm I'm all over the place today.
0: It's called the Love Line. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we gotta look this show
1: up. Yeah, but uh, it, oh that that Kevin Kevin Nealon was in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin Nealon's cool.
1: Yeah, and he was—I think he was the one that was before uh, the gang that you're talking about—the Eddie Murphys, the oh, right, 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 yeah,
0: that's SNL's crew.
1: But he, but that he was saying, or uh, um, I, I think the show aired in 2001, maybe. Mm-hmm. But back then, he did nine seasons. Kevin Nealon did nine seasons of Saturday Night Live. Seriously? Yeah, that's a lot for Saturday Night Live. That is a lot. Because I think Belushi only did three, maybe four.
0: That's crazy. Kevin Nealon is like, I mean, he has his own thing right now. And uh, at the, I think at the Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory, yeah.
1: Yeah, That's wild. He he interviews different people. Now, I'm kind of confused. I don't know if you, do you know a lot about the LA scene or no?
0: Uh, I've been out there a couple times. I'm still trying to get familiar with it. But okay. I know that the underground part is, is live and, you know, everybody is bringing their own take, you know, to comedy and different types of styles of shows and, you know, a lot of different showrunners, a lot of different producers. Like I, I met this, uh, I went to this comedy club where it's just a digital comedy club. Like if they don't have any patrons that come in there and sit and watch the show. Like it's all online. Really? This is so, in L.A. Yes. So it's
1: like a Twitch thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it's kind of like yeah, it's like Twitch, but this I, I I I I ran into the show before the Twitch stuff came out though, this is like a couple years ago and down So, there. so do they press a button to emulate laughs or? Uh, so w- I did a show there, and a dude he was like, "This is all on Periscope." So it was on Periscope back when Periscope was popping. I don't know what it's doing now, but. Yeah. But yeah, it's like a couple years ago. He was like, "Yeah, we don't have no nobody coming here. We just, you know, film it and then we put it out online." I was like,
1: "Really?" But but I'm saying, as far as gauging w- whether or not a joke works, do you just do your set and then you do your set and like so? If it's on Periscope, you get like live feedback because
0: Periscope is live. Like so, you know how IG on Instagram you can go live on IG or live on Facebook. That's uh-huh. what Periscope was before they start doing it on on but, Facebook. And but- so people would like comment and say stuff while you're doing your jokes.
1: Well, comment, sure, but when you're doing your comedy, who's I mean, who's reading that? Who's relaying the information? Of... Hey, You're just going through your set, man. Huh, okay, so it's, you just...
0: It's, so it's, hmm. so you're doing your set, it'll, it's like other comics in the room that's going next. So they'll sit there and listen to your jokes but, you know, See, it's yeah, hard I, to make I, comics. Comics don't give a shit about your set.
1: You know, we I, just
0: sit there waiting till it's our turn.
1: Right. I, I was just imagining you know how... Instagram Live, if you if you contact another person and then they go on with you mm-hmm. and you kind of are sharing, um, there's a half screen, so one screen, you know, half of it's yours, half of it's the other person. Right, right, right. I was imagining that there's little squares of those people. Oh, like, you know, it's like a, as like a, as a like giant a, shared live thing as like a crowd. And then once you saw everyone laugh, then you're like, OK, now I now, now I know where to go. Right. right. I mean, I, I hope they are doing that
0: at this little studio. This place is in Bay City. I forget the name of it. But um, but yeah, no, not Bay City. it was in Studio City. I'm sorry.
1: Studio City. So,
0: yeah, Studio City. And uh, California, and uh, yeah, it was like a, a digital comedy club where they like give people comedy specials or whatnot, hmm. and you shoot it all online. And it was on Periscope. I don't know what they upgraded to now, but this is like a couple years ago when I went there,
1: right? Yeah, there, there's crazy. yeah, Joey Diaz is probably the only one that I follow on Periscope because he does the uh, he does the morning joint which is hilarious. <laughs> he wakes up at 5am. He rolls a fat joint and he and he smokes a joint <laughs> and he just talks shit. Oh yeah, he just he he tells everyone to wake the fuck up and hey, get uh, your man. get your life in order, do this, do the, you know, it is just hilarious. To,
0: to what am I listening to in the morning? I'm listening to NPR in the morning. NPR. I'm listening to NPR or, or sway in the morning. Yeah, my you know Taylor what my, my pops got me listening <laughs> to NPR, man. I don't even know. I think I listen to it just to make my dad proud. That's the only. reason. I'm yeah. But it's you know it's cool, man. Sometimes NPR is nice, man. You know, uh, what so, they, what I got on there? NPR. You know Diane Reem show. That's yeah. It's, it's somebody else doing it right now, but.
1: Sometimes when they do up. those long stories mm-hmm. of, let's, like an uh, American life, uh, I think it was this American life. Those
0: are pretty good, too. Could,
1: could be, yeah. I'm not sure. But I know that there's a few podcasts that are um, produced by the makers of, of NPR. And it's just, there's a certain way that they do it that it's, it almost seems like, um, like so far removed. Mm hmm sort of you know the voices the voice that whoever's narrating it sounds way too perfect yeah and, man and then there's that perfect they uh, find the right people uh sound to go along with it like the like the birds are chirping and then the crowd starts <laughs> roaring and then they have that perfect little etching in there yeah they get that good ambiance.
0: yeah you start falling asleep like oh this is beautiful what are they <laughs> talking <laughs> yeah i was listening to one um I was listening to one. It was like a, uh, it was like a, a scary story, but it wasn't scary. It was about this soldier and he was like, see, it was like this ghosts on a mountain or whatever. and He was like, tracking through this mountain and like this ghost help him get back to his base or whatever. Like him and his partner got hurt or something like that. But yet, like this lady was narrating it and she had the perfect voice and they had like the background of like mountain air and music and whatnot. And then when it got tense, they had the little tense uh, like Call of Duty music It was crazy I was like Oh this is too real right here I thought I was watching a movie While driving I Almost crashed three times <laughs>
1: <laughs> Almost crashed three times It was, it was too good man <laughs> I was like I
0: need some popcorn I gotta pull over to Get some popcorn Well it?
1: I mean Maybe that's their whole goal You know Kind of like uh, CNN a, a certain number of times That you watch it You become desensitized And then it's like normal Like I, I never watch the news and never watch Fox Never watch CNN right 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 so if I were to watch it, I would be like, like kind of shocked in a way but if my parents watch it they always watch it so you they're desensitized to it and they're getting that information in your head yeah before you even knew what happened then you're walking on the street like holy shit there's that one story right and then right. it freaks you out
0: yeah I never <laughs> uh I never watch the news unless someone tells me to watch the news. Yeah, but I never really like let's put it on Fox or CNN, or whatever. Mama, like somebody hit me, like my mama text me, "Come on, you, you do watch the news?" And I'm like, "Nah, I gotta go see what's going on in the terrible news." But yeah, man, they definitely feed you uh, these wild stories, and you know, and manipulate your your mind a little
1: bit. Yeah, you know? nineteen 1980, eighty-four. Man, it's all <laughs> coming. It's all coming full circle.
0: George Orwell had it right. Oh yeah, he
1: did. Back in the, the 40s. shit Out of
0: people with that sound box. Oh my god, they're they're coming out of the sky.
1: Right. Big brother man, he's looking at you. oh man. See? He there goes, he is. Knows there he I is had right for there. Breakfast today. <laughs> 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 a little camera in the studio just for security yeah. purposes, but a little porno uh. camera. That's cute. <laughs> we got we got no couch here. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you trying to
0: what are you trying to say here <laughs> uh in front of videos. I say all you need is a table.
1: Right? You yeah. need no couch. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> you need no couch, no worry. I got new ageness. So uh do you have a manager? Do you kinda like book your own or
0: what's going on? Uh I'm still I'm I'm dolo out here right now. You know, I book my own shows, I produce my own shows. Um, you know, and that's pretty much how I'm going right now. Uh um I mean you know, comedy is like uh you, however much energy you put into it, that's how much you get out of it. So mm-hmm. so I'm doing, you know, everything on my own right now, so that's the type of that's the type of love i'm getting right now so i mean it's cool i still you know i'm uh, i'm doing shows pretty steadily uh i got my own show that i'm producing right now called the let's go comedy show i'm gonna be doing that for the next couple months so make sure you guys check that out if you're in detroit come check me out a lot of cool comics on this show um yeah man i just you know i've been doing my thing for a while now i used to produce a show uh with my homeboy darnell anderson he's a comedian also we used to produce a show called the hashtag comedy show and we did that for a couple years so
1: yes I was looking on your Instagram you had something like that and when when you say you produce it does that mean that you kind of get the venue uh, okay and then you get all the uh, comics in in there and then you talk to the manager of the club and then definitely
0: all that stuff man you you set up the show you create the show uh, you 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 get the comics you book the comics you know you gotta make the money you know, you gotta you gotta set up the show. You go. Know, you gotta say who gets this amount of time. You know, you gotta talk to everybody that's in charge, the the the, the club owner or the venue owner, whoever you know is running the venue. And uh, yeah, you just gotta make sure everything flows and goes. It sounds like uh, you're creating your own headache, in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no? I mean, it, it gets like that, but. You know, if you you have fun doing this, this is what I love doing. This is why I, I have fun doing. So it's it's not really a headache to me. It's more like, you know, like, what's next? You know, let's keep, you know, let's do it again. Mm-hmm. One of those, you know, like, you, you you scared to get on that ride. You get off the ride, you're like, okay, I got it. Let's do it again. I like that ride. So that's pretty much what to, you know, producing and, then, you know, comedy is like for me.
1: Right. Okay. Got you. So, yeah. so have you set up a tour for yourself uh, in the past or anything like that um kind of kind of i
0: did it was it was weird um but yeah no nah, I, I used to um i did a tour with this this comedy group a lot like when i first started doing stand-up it was like when i first started doing this seriously was a couple of years ago a long actually it was like five five or six years ago um crap who's this is this was a crazy comedy tour because it was like me Darius Bennett, Riccardo Flanagan, Sam White, James Amons, Jake Zamosky, uh, Marvin Jihad, uh, who else was on this show? Oh, man. Uh,
1: so okay. you guys all traveled together.
0: Yeah, it was so this so this uh, this guy Marvin Gi he set up all of these shows around Michigan. Okay, and we basically just did like all of these shows around Michigan. It was like a little Michigan tour. It's like an in-state comedy tour. It's weird. Okay, but we did a couple clubs. We did a couple like weed spots, some bars. So it was it was cool. It, It was cool for my first time like you know visiting a lot of different venues. And uh, and kicking it with a lot of different comics, so getting to know new people. Uh-huh. And uh, I think Mike Bonner was like our
1: our closer. Okay. So that was that was pretty fun. Nice, nice. Did you uh, visit Dr. Grins in uh, Grand Rapids? Did I we heard? do Dr. Grins? I don't think uh-huh. we did Dr. Grins. I heard that's a good club.
0: Yeah, Dr. Grins is a great club. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Grins is a solid club. Definitely check that out. I think they do, they doing Laugh Fest right now. So
1: are they? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So so is comedy your your main gig or? Uh, you, uh no comedy
0: is is i mean i i'm getting it to my main gig but yeah. i still have a a
1: day job so to speak okay there you
0: go yeah i still gotta you know make money to drink milk and right and get draws yeah. so
1: <laughs> get get bread
0: as they say that's pretty much what it is yeah, yeah get my my underwear money
1: right yeah no i'm I'm getting pretty excited about going to l a and visiting the comedy store and I'm gonna go to the laugh factory go to the ice house hopefully i'll I'll hit all of them we'll oh, see yeah we'll see
0: I mean how long are you gonna be out there four days four days yeah. oh, you got enough time you can yeah. get everything yeah you can get a couple spots yeah uh-huh yeah so, l a is a great city man I've been out there a couple times um the uh the comedy store is great the laugh factory is great the improv is nice like you know those are just great
1: did you actually get a chance to go up there or? Uh, or did you just uh, just watch the comedy? I did just
0: watch the comedy. The Laugh Factory. I didn't get a chance to go up. I, I watched. Uh, who did I watch while I was there? I watched. Uh, I watched Nick. Uh, what's my man's name? Crap! I can't think of his name. He was. He does a lot of show. Uh, a lot of movies with uh, Adam Sandler. Nick Turturro. Nah, Nick. <laughs> it's something else. Nick, somebody else. I forget what his name is, huh. but. Uh, i watched him i watched mikey winfield and i watched another guy uh that was on like chelsea lately or something but life factor is nice the improv was cool i got to see um I, I think it was chocolate sunday when i went there so it was like dj d and um and uh that's the that's the, the dj on nick cannon show Okay. Like, all of these people, man. There's just so many people there. It's crazy. And uh, the comedy store.
1: Nick Cannon. I haven't heard that name for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been watching. Got... Uh, yeah, they
0: got me watching Wilding Out these days. My I got a younger siblings, so all they watch is Wilding Out.
1: Oh, all right, there you go. Yeah, is so... it coming? Is it coming back, or just the reruns? No, nah, it's they
0: got a new season
1: apparently. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Shout
0: out to Wilding Out for staying strong. Nick Cannon doing his all that thing.
1: Right, right. Who, who, there's another show that's coming back, and it's with Ludacris. I can't remember what it is. Oh,
0: uh,
1: Fear Factor. Fear Factor, yeah. With yeah, ludicrous, it's like, yeah.
0: what? It's weird, It's yeah. a dream, I mean. <laughs> Ludacris' own fear, fear Factor.
1: It's, it's been Rogan's spot for the longest like time. It's almost, you
0: gotta eat all of the roaches, what you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you talking like
1: that, <laughs> He talks in song the yeah, whole it's, time. It's weird, <laughs> That'd be great. But, uh, no, Fear, fear Factor, wow, that, that, that brings me back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and show. it's still
0: gross. Yeah, you still gotta eat a ant's ass or whatever they have you eat on there. Uh huh. Well,
1: what was the thing that? I, so they had Fear Factor, and then uh, they they tried to bring it back. So they had a little break from it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I think it's called X Factor or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. And then, but Rogan was on it, and mm-hmm. and he they tried to bring it back, and it was only one season because. Rogan, I uh, I guess said he not got to, all the
0: controversy news. I like this yeah. guy. <laughs> he,
1: he said not to do this thing. He said not to do it, and it was goat balls, and he and that was one of the or That was one of the things. The challenges is to eat goat balls. Oh, for real? Yeah, or it, or maybe it was drink the semen from from the goat or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> so but much. but they didn't air the episode. Because, oh. uh, the, yeah, they because the, Joe the,
0: Rogan was telling people not to do it.
1: Well, yeah, he told the, the creators, like for NBC or whatever, uh, who was broadcasting it. He mm-hmm. was like, "No, don't do that, man. You're gonna get kicked off this this national TV show." Right. And then they didn't listen, and that, uh, that's, that's why I got cut off. And yep. Who is taking? Who is
0: that far though? Who's like that far gone? Like, I need this fifty grand. Yeah. I don't care what kind of semen I got to eat to get. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Who was doing that. Yeah. That's who's like yeah, all the animal. Bring on all the animal semen. Who is this? Cause, yeah, because I. Th- <laughs> and,
1: and how do you even acquire that? <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, you don't even I mean, want to know those stories. Oh man, that's just just as bad, man. That's just terrible. <laughs> we gotta make
0: somebody eat yeah. all the animal semen. Who's in the, Who's in the boardroom? Just think like that. Like you know, what we should get people to do animal semen. Yeah, I
1: don't know, right. They're, they're just up, uh, they're just up at like three in the morning drinking v- vodka right out of the bottle and just that's like right. all right, woo. that's right. They're like who
0: needs their college yeah. tuition paid enough to do
1: this? Yeah, let's find somebody that goes to Arizona State. Because yeah, <laughs> I think you could contract like some diseases and. It would not be good. Get go crabs
0: or something like that. I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't think it'd be good. Jaguar chlamydia. How, what yeah. is it? What
0: kind of <laughs> what kind of STDs are you getting from animals? That's just nasty.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it doesn't. <laughs> and, and especially on on a on a show that's on at like eight o'clock.
0: Right. Yeah. Fear Factor was prime time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was For on a like minute. a Sunday night. Oh uh, yeah. I mean. I I, I watched a couple episodes, like, back when it first came on, and then, like, it just got too wild. I hate bugs, so when they start doing the bugs shit, and, like, you got to sit in this thing with bugs in it and watch them crawl in your ass,
1: Mm. I'm straight, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I just recently watched, or just this this morning I watched uh, this guy named L.A. Beast, I Mm -hmm. don't know if you know about the YouTubers, but he's one of the originals, um along with the like maybe maybe ten others mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy to think that YouTube launched maybe 11 maybe 10 years ago right and it's and it's still you know yeah, it's still yeah. pretty young. everything
0: like the whole I think the internet we 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 enjoy now is like 10 like 10 years old so you got YouTube Twitter or Facebook all of that because I remember Facebook came out like 06, six oh5 right and then YouTube was like right after that. So, yeah, everything is like 10 years, 11 years old.
1: Right. That's and the, the, yeah, Furious Pete is one of the originals. L.A. Beast is one of the originals. And Roman Atwood. Mm-hmm. But I, I, other than that, I don't I don't think there's too many others uh, that are originals. So, he went to this village in Mexico. And they were like banging a gong. And they were doing all their chants. And he's painted in his, you know, with that weird ink that tribal ink and and dressed up and stuff and he's got a shirt off and they're in this whole ceremony in this in this uh um tent
0: Mm -hmm. you know you know
1: like the like the like the cow skin tent type thing oh yeah and they got the they got yeah they got the they got the, the fire going and and the whole deal well the challenge was is to get bullet ants and put them into like a sleet like a like um it looked like a an oven mitt okay. and they were on the inside of the oven mitt and you got to put the oven mitt on for like uh-huh. 10
0: seconds or something Yeah. Like how
1: long you could keep it on like 20 seconds or something something like that yeah and it wouldn't have been me got rushed to the hospital Ooh. and he yeah you he almost died for like 3 days he lost his his feeling in his in his hands cuz he got probably he had to get bit like 30 times 50 times yes yeah, 30 50, 40 50 times i don't know I don't what know.
0: bullet ants do but I'm pretty sure they call them bullet ants for a reason. Uh huh. You get bit fifty times by a bullet ant. God damn.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, Coyote Peterson. I don't know if you ever heard of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did- I got, I got, I got a bunch on the rolodex yeah, right man. now. What are all yeah. these associates you have? Here. <laughs> he, what kind uh, of
0: operation are you? What am I doing?
1: <laughs> this, this is uh, YouTube videos with Joe. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> um, he he gets bit by a bullet ant. Just just one, and he was feeling it. And he oh, said wow. that's one of the worst pains that he that he's ever felt. Yeah, see, I don't and, do bugs. I can't do yeah. bugs. I, I I don't think that 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 the bullet ant was ever on Fear Factor. Maybe it was. I'm not sure.
0: Oh man, I I got a, uh, I think I had a worm in my ear when I was a kid. It was mm-hmm. like a. I was like playing in the grass, and it was it was either a worm or an ant. But it was, like, bug in my ear when I was a kid. Ever since then, I just hate bugs. I kill all bugs now. I'm terrible.
1: Are you? Yeah. yeah you I'm, just don't care about them.
0: Yeah, I, I'm straight. All Except right. the only thing I like is spiders, because I know they kill bugs. Oh, okay. That's it. But, yeah, I can't go to no, like, no 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 monk uh, mosques or none of that. You got to respect all that. no, fuck this. No, not this
1: bug. You don't get right. no respect over right. it.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, ever since then, I was, like, Six. Mm-mm.
1: No, Mm-mm. No. How, no. How how about like anything flying? You do you like oh, the it's, bees or I no? Tu- yeah,
0: I turn into a bitch. Yes, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. do.
1: Once they, once they start flying around, you just I got running. stung
0: by a bee when I was a kid too. I got stung by a bee. I had a bug in my ear. Uh, what else? I think a roach fell on me one time. Just just trauma. Just, yeah, just trauma. So much. St- just a story after story of trauma. It's terrible. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. I was sleeping at uh my grandma's house. And it was like a it was roaches on the ceiling, and one of them fell on me. Oh jeez. Yeah, we yeah my grandma stayed in the hood back in it was terrible. So <laughs> yeah, I woke up. I was like, oh snap, roach on me. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, not good.
0: No, I can't do bugs, man. I can't do bugs.
1: yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. if they're big and huge, like in Men in Black. You, when he, oh man, man a giant, like, Yeah, that
0: movie scared me. Yeah, when I first he, saw that when movie. when that
1: guy got abducted and then he got reskinned and remember he pulled it pulled his skin back. Oh yeah, yeah, that and was he went, gross. went into the went to his house. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no, he was a giant cockroach. He apparently. was a giant yeah. cockroach. yes, that's exactly what it was. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm like
0: like like I, I could must I would muster the strength to kill a bug, but if I like got to fight a dude, I'm like, look, man, I'm trying to be uh. Like I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to calm the situation down. Right. I'm trying to peer mediate. Like, hey, look, man, you don't want to fight me, man. You look, you know, we supposed to be brothers. You know, we supposed to be out here living together. This ain't what we supposed to be doing. Right. But if I see a a, a roach or a, a bee or something, I'm like, oh, I about to kill yeah. this bro. Give me that shoe. Like, <laughs> right. I'm just, I turn into Rambo when it comes to bugs. So,
1: well, hey, I think uh, <laughs> your world is about to get a little bit better because it's spring, so it's getting warmer. So all the bugs that maybe inside the house, maybe around the house, are getting out and getting around. Exactly. It's, the, it it's the fall turning into winter when they want to get inside your house because they're cold. Right. So, you're in luck. <laughs> you're in luck right now because it's turning into spring. <laughs> At midnight today, uh, we're supposed to roll back our clocks. Or That's spring. right. No, no, roll them forward, I should it's say. Spring forward. So, so we lose an hour, which no, kind of sucks. sucks. Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, you're
0: right because I got to go to work tomorrow. I always like... Uh, I shouldn't have said that on here.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, you, you you just don't want to be late for work. That's all. <laughs> because you know what the, the funny part about uh, not doing it in the fall? Yeah. Is that if you show up on time to work, you're an hour early. So you're good. Right. But now, if you didn't do them at all, that means you're an hour late. Oh, man. Yeah. So, hey, I saved you. Yeah, you did. I saved you did. You. I so appreciate there.
0: it. I appreciate it. So, uh, hey. So I'm if gonna it, be, look, I'm going to be pissed either way.
1: Well, well, if you set your alarm with your with your phone, it's going to change it anyway. Yeah, it is. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, smart man. Yeah, you still be thrown off a little bit.
0: It's Uh, it's it's
1: kind of a weird thing. It's I think it's the weirdest thing when you go from Detroit and you fly to uh, L.A. mm -hmm. or Vegas, and then and there three hours is it before before yeah. So you land the same time that you left. Yeah, which is like that is weird. Yeah, weird one.
0: Yeah, I remember that. The first time I did that, I was a kid. We went to Vegas, and uh, yeah, it was like 7 o'clock. We got to Vegas at 7 o'clock. Yeah.
1: Wait a second. (laughs) We just time traveled, mama. (laughs) How do do we have this technology right now? (laughs) How is this possible? (laughs) Like, shut up and let's go. But yeah, man, it's a... It's a process, man. These TV shows are crazy. It's all a process.
0: It is. It is. It's a. It's a fun process. It's wild, and uh, we don't need any new new people to get into
1: it. No, stay, stay away from comedy. Yeah, like I like I said, two comedy specials a week from Netflix. Fifty-two weeks in a year, right? Mm-hmm. One hundred and four. That's crazy.
0: One hundred and four. I need to be in the line for that though. Yeah, like Netflix is the new like that's the new hustle now. Everybody is getting a comedy special. Special is crazy. I'm trying to write something so I can give it to Netflix shit.
1: Well, it's, the, 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 there's one form, mm-hmm. and then there's Chappelle form. So <laughs> normal form is, hey, you have your material, you go and say it to people, and then you travel around the U.S. You don't get paid much for years and years. Mm-hmm. And then finally, poof, epiphany happens, and you finally create this content, and then you're all of a sudden really good. And then you start booking bigger and bigger shows. You get a special. You do all that stuff. Then there's Chappelle the way. The unconventional way. The I'm going to go into a comedy place because I'm Dave Chappelle and because I'm my own name. And I'm going to go up there for three hours and not let anyone <laughs> else on and just work my stuff out, smoke cigarettes half the time, order drinks the other half, and just work my stuff out. And then, and then a month later, I'm going to have a special somehow.
0: Hey, it's Dave Chappelle, man, he works hard. He works hard just like everybody else, but you know,
1: it's just a weird it's just a different process. It really it's really strange how he does it.
0: I mean, you know he's a superstar, the superstar process, but everybody is different. Uh-huh. Everybody is different. When I like when I first started doing comedy, that's who I modeled uh my comedy style after was Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So cuz I watched him a lot. I watched him when he was on Def Jam. I watched the Star Search stuff when he's on regular TV, um, when he did his comedy specials. So I watched a lot of Chappelle, um, Chris Rock, everybody, but he was the one I gravitated towards. So that's kind of how I started doing my comedy is I would write a lot of stuff, but when I go on stage, I would just, you know, be up there working stuff out. It was weird. Okay. It was like, that was... I don't know, that was just my process. I would take whatever premise I had and then go up there and, right. and see what I can do with it. Right, you know? right. And right. Uh, you know, you have it's, it's certain, some jokes you have all the way written out and that's how you want to do that joke. And, um, you know, it either works or it doesn't. And then uh-huh. there's other jokes where, you know, you can't, you need, you need to say it out loud to figure it out. You know, you need to work it, whether you work it in your in the, your mirror at home or in your living room or whether you work it on stage and, you know, to see how people react to what you're, you know, what you're saying. So, you know, everybody's process is different, but I don't think that Dave Chappelle, I don't think his process is just, you know, I'm just going to bust in the room and, you know, I'm going to do what I want until I get a special. I, I think he, you know, he's still... You know, travels. Dave is all over this place. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> no, he is. I've, I
0: talked to a lot of comics that that either have worked with Dave or seen Dave, and they're like, "Yeah, he's he's uh he's all over the place." So he definitely travels and works and does his thing. But, you know nowadays like now now what people are seeing is you know that the style you just brought up where it's like I'm gonna work I'm gonna be in here for three hours and bump everybody right and just do my thing
1: Well, why do you think Kevin Hart got got so big so fast or, or why do you think his fame continues is because he preaches and he boasts about how much he's running how much he's working out how much he's on set with a TV show or movie right and then he does comedy and he's got his fan he's got a million things he's doing and he's Juggling all of them, really good. Up, a, and, up until his whole Philly accident <laughs> at the Super Bowl, up until there, all he right. was pretty. He was it's, pretty solid, but knocked
0: him down a peg. <laughs> right? Yeah, man. I mean, it's comedy is a hustle, man. It's it's a it's a big hustle. You got to do, you know, you got to do what it takes to get where you want to be. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to be famous, famous, you got to do everything. You know, you got to be on IG. You got to be posting pics. You got to go live. You got to you know, be on stage every day, you know, mm-hmm. if you yeah, want to I mean, be a writer, you know, you just got to have a solid, get your material up and, and perform. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, and I mean. So many avenues, man, so many. Exactly, yeah, you got to use social media to your advantage because there's so many people that you can reach out to, you can, uh, I just did it for my podcast, is is um, paid for an ad, so mm-hmm. for 15 days, it gave it out to I think 15 to 2000 people and I think my likes came up to like 35 40 when normally they're at like 15. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it it it, it doubled what I normally do. So if if I were to uh, be a comic and and try to get my name out there, that would be a perfect avenue to do that. I mean, you right, right. online swag. Yeah, use use that to your advantage. I mean, how did I contact you? I went on the uh, the comedy underground Uh saw your name and then DM'd you and while you're here here we are Bam! i'm in this strange house in this, this upstairs room
0: right hopefully don't lose any livers or yeah. anything <laughs> yeah. sketchy and i'm pretty
1: sure y'all selling t-shirts in here this is weird hey guys <laughs> turn off the chainsaws <laughs> <laughs> don't don't strap them down we can drug them <laughs> bring me some orange juice first at least <laughs> wear me down so but yeah so would would Chappelle be your favorite you think uh, no.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chappelle is like the number one guy for me. Okay. He was uh. He's just you know that was just a guy I followed and and gravitated towards when I uh, you know, when comedy got. Uh, uh, how do I say this? When, because I always watched comedy as a kid. You know, everybody watches comedy growing up, and I've always watched like Def Jam and you know and and Living Color and Martin all of these different. Uh, these different comedy shows but Def Jam was like my favorite thing to watch like So
1: wait was that sort of like a in living color SNL Oh no Def Improv- Comedy Jam was a
0: was a stand-up comedy show produced by Russell Simmons he created it produced it and uh, they basically just showcased black comedy on HBO Okay that's what was so dope about it. It was black comedy on HBO. Everybody was on there. Bernie Mac, Cedric the Entertainer, Chris Rock, Chappelle, DL Hughley, Steve Harvey. J.B. Uh, Smoove.
1: No, I don't uh, know. <laughs> J.B. Smoove was on there. <laughs> oh, he was on there a couple times. Oh, J.B.
0: Smoove, some more. Uh, who else was on there? Karen Addison, Mike Bonner, uh, Bill Hill. Uh, shit, every, everybody on there. Any... Uh, any prominent black comedian or black comedian that's working, they've been on the Def Jam like in the 90s. If they've been doing comedy for more than 15, 20 years, uh-huh. they were probably on uh, so, Def Jam.
1: So you, so they did, what, like 15 minutes uh, a um, set? Or, no, I think and everybody then, did 10. 10? Oh, I wow. think
0: everybody did 10. I think it was a couple guys that probably went over their time, definitely. So you could see
1: six comics or probably five, it was probably like four. four.
0: It was four. You, Martin had opened the show up and then you get four comics after that with commercials I was thinking yeah. no commercials oh, no, hbo oh, straight right. comedy right. yeah and then they and then they had people <laughs> dancing at the end which was dope too and kid Capri was the dj and you got to hear the funniest shit and like dave Chappelle was cool because he was like he was the first comic that i i used to do pe- his jokes in class like i took his like his first time on on def jam i took his jokes to school and was telling them to like people at school. So right. that's kind of how I, you know, I got it, on. Could, could that be an
1: approach to, to doing comedy? Like you preface it, like you're just doing an open mic, so I mean you're probably either paying or not getting paid at all to mm-hmm. get up there and just preface it by saying this is all from Dave Chappelle. I'm just gonna try to impersonate him as well as I can right. and then go out and do it. I mean just to get a feel for how to do the spacing, mm-hmm. how to try to fit this in and I impressions know. I mean it can be a certain art it can be if done well right really funny I, I don't think I've
0: never seen that I've never seen someone just announce like hey I'm about to do this I've seen uh no I've seen actually not I have seen a dude do like Bernie Mac's entire set mm-hmm. like but he didn't announce he didn't say I'm about to do Bernie Mac this, mm-hmm. Like somebody was like Yeah he's gonna do some comedy And he went up there And was like <laughs> I want to come tell you motherfucker Like he just did the whole Bernie Mac Like Shtick yeah. I've seen that I was in community college When that happened I've even I've done a, I've done a Chris Rock joke When I first started doing comedy I was a part of this um I was a part of this uh This like uh, Improv show And uh-huh. the community college For like my acting class Cause I used to study acting And Um and uh, for my part of the show, I did an old Chris Rock bit from uh from one of his albums. I did the slits malt liquor bit where I said slits malt liquor half the cop half the calories all the ignorance like that's what the, that was the joke. <laughs> right. I did that. It was during a, like an improv uh a improv thing, and uh, that was the only time I've ever done somebody's joke like verbatim. Okay. And then
1: uh, did you feel like? You didn't do the right thing, or did it nah, not?
0: Nah, cause I was like, I wasn't a stand-up comedian at that time, so I just said it as part of like whatever improv thing I was like acting out. Okay. So it was kind of you know like borrowed writing. Okay, I got you. But um, but when I started doing stand-up, it was uh, it was different cause you would you would emulate the comics style. Uh huh. And uh, but you wouldn't take his words, though. It would be your words. It would be what you you know, what you've been through, what you've done, you know, what you thought was funny. But you would say it like, you know, I would say it like I'm Chappelle or I would say it like I was Chris Rock or or Martin Lawrence or anything. You know, that's who you like whenever you watch comics. I was just talking to a comedian about this the other day. It's like whenever you watch, like, you go to open mics. I love going to open mics because you always see some wild, crazy shit. Uh-huh. It's yeah. always, you know... They're some trying weird, something. Some weird, abstract comedian who just got to say whatever they got to say. But you can tell from, you know, comics that that watch comedy and comics that just, you know, think they know a lot about comedy. Because mm-hmm. guys that watch comedy, you know, they, they they act they act as whoever their favorite comedian is, whether it's George Carlin or Jerry Seinfeld or whoever. That's the person they emulate on stage, you know, and people that think they like, oh, I know I'm funny. I'm about to just do this. You know, they don't really, they don't really, you know, watch comedy. They may study it a little bit, like, you know, read books or whatever, but they don't, they don't really have a favorite comedian. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they go up there and they, you know, they don't, they take the mic out the mic stand, but don't move the mic stand. You know, it's just... Little things you pick up, like, okay, this guy doesn't know what he... He doesn't watch comedy, but he thinks he's funny, though.
1: Right, right, right. But, I mean, at, at, when you're at your infancy, it's probably... Uh, you probably can't help but do what you've already learned and what you've what you've watched right. for such a long time. You can't really help what comes out, and then you look back, you're like, wow, what, they, what was I thinking? Right, 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 right. <laughs> What's yeah. going
0: on here? And, and that's cool, like... When you first start doing comedy, it's always going to be, you know, you're going to do what you know. You know, you're going to do what you know, whether it's saying someone's joke verbatim or just copying that person's style. But if you are serious about comedy, you grow out of those things and you, you know, you find yourself.
1: Right. You go into your own style. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Yeah. So like now, like watching me now and watching me like eight years ago. You can see a totally big difference. Like uh-huh. you know, you see, I'm more who I'm more myself on stage than I was back then. Like back then, you would see me go into like different Chappelle rants, and uh-huh. and now it's just it's it's a KJ rant now.
1: Right, it's your own thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. now it's
0: like, oh, KJ's up there again talking that shit. Right,
1: right, right. There you go. Yeah. have you bombed? Oh, a number of times, yeah, I bombed yeah. plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. any, any good? That, no, no, no good stories. No, we could talk. No good stories? Th- good bombing stories? Who yeah. has good bombing stories? I mean, they're they're funny. Now that yeah, you look back I at mean, them,
0: right? You know what? I do have a good bombing story. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So uh, yeah, I bombed. I bombed plenty of times, but this one particular time, I bombed. I was at um, I was in Detroit. I was at this place called Mandy's mandy's this place called mandy's this is like one of the toughest rooms in detroit and if you don't do this room you're not a real comic up, apparently
1: yeah was there like gang members in the in the background like- it is, the,
0: it, is <laughs> it is the worst of the worst in here yeah. it is uh it's a it's a very uh black cultured spot pretty much i think it's like an old strip club that you, they just turned into a regular like bar club mm-hmm and uh and this uh this one old school comedian is really funny named popcorn he was hosting the show there and i don't know if he started hosting the shows there but this was like his particular turn to host the shows there so he had been doing it for a while and i went there with a couple of my homeboys at the time i think i was there with darius bennett and um who else was in there with me i think it was me darius and darnell was in there and like a couple other guys But um, it was packed It's always packed there Like at this time It was always packed This is like Five or six years ago So when I first started Doing stand up I was doing it in Ann Arbor Mm -hmm. And Ann Arbor is like A little more uh, Variety to the culture So you got black people Asian people White people Everybody Latin all over So Indian So I was doing this Comedy spot called the, uh, The Elevation It's an open mic And uh, when I first started doing comedy there, I was like, if I can make all of these different types of people laugh, then I should probably be doing it. So I'm like, so I make them laugh and I'm, you know, I'm doing good. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is cool. This is nice. Fast forward. I'm like, okay, I got to, you know, I'm moving to the Detroit scene. So I go out there do do the Detroit scene. I do. Uh, I, been, I went to Bakers once. I did starters. I was like, I gotta go to Mandy's now. So I'm in Mandy's. It's like a little hostile environment. So like there they don't tell hecklers to like be quiet or nothing. It's like you know you can do what you want. So I'm so uh, my homeboy go on stage. He do his thing, and then the dude. The one thing I didn't like about this uh, this this particular time I bombed is that the host popcorn he was like yeah uh you could go up he's like you gonna go up next he would tell you you're going up next and then he wouldn't bring you up next <laughs> <laughs> so he told me i was going Looking up room. next yeah he was like you go you next i was like all right bet so i'm getting ready you know i'm like getting in my little zone or whatever to do jokes and he bring up he'd bring up two other people right so i was like i thought i was next he's like oh yeah i got you next don't worry about it so this, so I I end up going last, like after the featured comic who like opened for Cat Williams and all oh jeez,
1: yeah. So he killed room. He like cold, just cold
0: blooded on stage. So he, you got to
1: do even better than that, right. or I, know. I just got to carry it along after that. Matter Somehow. of fact, oh
0: yeah, I know. Ron Taylor was there also. Yeah, he was talking shit. So uh, <laughs> so I'm there. So I already get like. Uh, I'm already messed up because my I wasn't next in the in the lineup, and I'm coming from uh, comedy spots where they like, yeah, you you know, it's a list and it's all kind of order and whatnot. It's, it's like, what we in here, we doing our thing at Mandy's. So I go up and I thought I was cool. I started out okay, and I thought I was dressed fresh and whatnot. I had the all black outfit on and I had this white belt on. I had this white belt. It was a reversible belt. So one side was black, the other side was white. I decided to wear the white side and I had on like a white hat or whatever, something to match the belt. So I'm up there doing my joke. <laughs> I oh start no. off already doing my joke. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden somebody started yelling out, that white belt fucked up. Yeah. And then I and I was like, oh, so you start talking about me. So I'm start trying to uh, attack this heckler for talking about my belt. And then out of, us, out of nowhere, this girl from somewhere on the side of the room started talking shit, too. She's like, yeah, you suck your belt. Whack, you don't you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Talking, <laughs> and i was just like, oh, man, I just fold. So I'm trying to attack like two hecklers on stage. I'd have lost track of what jokes while I was talking about. I'm over here losing the fight in the heckling stage. And then popcorn in the back, just wait. He waving the light to me, man. Oh, it was terrible. I kind of folded. I just folded real hard on stage. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, I think that white belt fucked you up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the white belt with hat was going to hold me down. I ain't know.
1: Yeah. No, that's a that's a bad setup, though, because you're anticipating, you're probably sweating the whole time. And then finally, after the biggest guy comes out, he just, everyone's on the floor right now. You got to go up. And yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah, just the man. worst timing in the world. It I was mean, terrible. But, yeah. you, but you, you were saying uh, that that open mics actually have an order. I yeah. thought that there was like a certain game that you have to play. Like, hey, uh, talk to all these different, like there's, a clu- like, there's different clubs and stuff that uh, within the comics that you have to be kind of uh, a part of, and then you can kind of itch your way into getting called or whatever because a lot of open mics, and the one that I signed up for and I never went, mm-hmm. uh, they put your name into a hat, and then your oh, name right, gets right, right. randomly picked. But something tells me that if you knew a few people – and you've been there quite a bit, you'd be pro- called up.:
0: no Oh problem. yeah, I mean it's, it's a lot of different open mics that you know they got different formats, but yeah, I mean, they got the the random selection f- uh open mics. they got open mics where it's like show up, go up. Mm-hmm. so you show up, they put you rewrite your name on the thing, and that's when you go up, you go up sixth or you go up fifth. And then they got other open mics where you gotta you call and say, Hey, can I get an open mic? And they say, Sure, and you're on the list for the open mic. So Okay. It's it's so many different ways. But yeah, I mean if you cool with you know, whoever you cool with in the game or whoever you know, you know, if you know the guy that's running it, yeah, you can you know, you get up.
1: Right, right. I mean, it just depends, and man. you're you're probably not like a lot of the other starting comics where they got out the big pad of paper and they're starting to write notes and oh right, yeah. I had like a notepad, yeah. Oh, oh, he did that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's copying it down. Oh, wait. Oh, I like what he did there. I'm gonna copy. It. You know, you got your whole kind of stick down, and you can create. What What do they give you for open mic? Usually five five minutes, ten minutes,
0: five minutes, five three minutes. minutes, okay, two minutes.
1: Two minutes. Damn. It just
0: depends on the mic, man. It just depends on the mic. Depends on who you are. Depends on. It's, it's situational. When you get to a certain point, it becomes situational. But when you first start, you usually oh. get three to five minutes. But yeah, that's usually how it goes.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know what? I had that white belt on, but I was also just like. I was doing like my Aaron Arbor jokes at that time. It was not a good idea.
1: You should have uh, switched out your belt. <laughs> you should have took it off, sw- reversed it, and then had to fly <laughs> and be like, Hey man, how about that? <laughs> How's <does> that look? <laughs> oh no, they would
0: have fried me even more. You got you came in here with the target belt on and shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah switching yeah, it over. Yeah. It would have been terrible, bro. And I'm like I'm young. I'm young at this time. Like I'm really young in the gay, so I haven't like learned how to attack hecklers yet. So, you know, I don't know how hard you can go or, you know, you know, where, like what's a really good heckle, you know, like what's a really good, you know, way to get rid of hecklers you at know that, that time. So, like, the I hadn't really dealt with that
1: that type of aggression yet. Like, it was like this is real black anger that was coming at me right now. Right. No, I, I could definitely, you know, they, they say a lot about Boston and how the crowds are and you can't get a word in edgewise if you try to do crowd work there. So they're world renowned for their good crowd work if you come right. out of new york brooklyn you know the right, different right, boroughs right. or you come out of la and and the whole system there but detroit it would make sense to me the, the, the amount of crowd work that you could do and, and the different crowds that are there, you know, that are so intimidating. Right, right, you. right. You don't know where these people have come from in the in the neighborhoods that they're coming from. And and yeah, they it's have a rough that. city is gonna be a rough
0: stage. That's yeah. what I mean. I yeah, mean I,
1: I feel like that your crowd work could be renowned for one of the oh, best. Oh, I if, know
0: some great Detroit comedians who have just amazing crowd work. So yeah, man. I mean if, if that's the that's the uh the arena you grew up in. Like if that's how you learn how to do comedy, is in that type of arena you're gonna be a a, f- a ferocious comic, man. You're gonna be one of those comics where people are gonna be afraid to say something while you're on stage, right? You know, you know? and it's and is you know it just it all depends, man. Like like I was a. Uh, I would just I just liked I just like being on stage at that time I just liked being on stage and saying funny stuff uh-huh. like that was who that was the type of comic I was you know I just liked saying funny things and being on stage I thought it was cool but, you know, when you when I came to Mandy's, you come to Mandy's, you got to come correct. You can't be bullshitting. So I was up there just like, yeah, I'm about to say some funny stuff. And it's like, no, you up there bullshitting with that white belt on. Right. You need to get your ass up. And then I had the little <laughs> kid voice too. Oh, man, it was over. Oh, geez. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't call nobody a bitch. I'd be like,
1: yeah, you a bitch. Like,
0: it'll been, <laughs> it been over. They had a bum rush to the stage. It's like, I'm about to whoop this little comic, man.
1: So to wrap it back to the beginning, sort of, <laughs> when I first started asking you a few questions, mm-hmm. did you come from like a troubled background or was it uh, more a class clown type type thing? Uh, or?
0: yeah, kind of like class clown type thing. Yeah, like uh, yeah, my I know my mom and my dad, like you know, is I'm just you know regular dude, man. I uh, I went to Ipsy schools, but well, actually, I went to Belleville Ipsy schools. All of my family is in Detroit, so I kind of grew up on both sides, like in Ipsy and in Detroit. When I wasn't in school, I was in Detroit. And uh, when I was in school, I was in, you know, Ipsy, Ann Arbor, Belleville, that area. So you're from Ann Arbor and you root for Michigan? Hopefully. Uh, no. No? No, I don't. You're state I, actually, state I fan? actually don't. I'm not a college, any sports fan. Oh,
1: man. I don't do the
0: college me. sports at all. You gotta pay the you gotta pay them man. They making too much bread off the college dudes. They gotta they gotta give them some type of money man. That's true. Is they bullshitting the college booths man. Yeah. Like, they, how much bread
1: they making these, gajillion dollar companies? They are, but at the same time, do you like the NFL? I don't like the NFL that much.
0: Uh, I used to like the NFL until they start you know kicking motherfuckers out for saying black people need help. So, yeah, no, I don't... The NFL
1: is cool. You know, it's whatever. I'm more of an NBA dude, though, so... Whenever they start to pay players, there's politics involved and there's a whole nother uh, feeling and a whole nother... uh, Like, it just... It's something different about it. Yeah, it's definitely a new
0: aspect, but at the same time you can't deny the amount of money these people are bringing in. Oh yeah. No no doubt. You know, cuz I mean that's the that's the product. The the players are the product. It's not it's but not the, the dude behind the table that no. he's not the product. Nobody coming to see fucking Tom Izzo hoop. Nobody coming to see him hoop
1: at all. But the but the worst part about it is the politics of who gets paid more because if you if if you're the leading quarterback or leading running back mm-hmm. for a school and you get the top stats, top touchdowns, all that stuff. Your jersey is going to be sold the most. They're probably going to throw you the most money, and then everyone else is kind of like fending for themselves and getting paid peanuts. I don't, I don't really agree with that.
0: Right? You right. know, I mean, I mean, you got to do something. I mean, they they making money. Some they making a they way they making way too much money to not pay them in some type of way, whether it be, you know, salary wise or you know, free school shit. I don't know, but. It's got to be some type of bread that's coming the player's way because it's, it's too many scandals where, you know, they, somebody took a free meal from they assistant coach and now they, they, now they can't play no more. Like, that's just ridiculous.
1: Right. You're right. And then, the, yeah, they, they sign uh, footballs or uh, basketballs and they can't sell them. And it's like, well, come on, give him a break here. I mean, what is he going to make off of that?
0: Exactly, you, you know, a thousand do,
1: bucks, whoop-de-do. <laughs> you got to do something, man. You got to do something. Yeah, and uh, you know, so I don't agree
0: with the you know the the format is at now. So I don't I don't really watch college sports. I mean, I might catch the little Sports Center highlight here and there, but uh-huh. as far as like doing the bracket and Mark Madness know, coming
1: up, man. You know, the whole, March yeah, see,
0: I don't. I uh-huh. never. I, that's never been my 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 thing. <laughs> never, never on this college sports, man. I've always been too just too into other stuff to To do it, Yeah. To to, to be to involved. With, and, yeah, with yeah. the college sports. Or just, you know, sports period. Like growing up I watched you know, I watched Jordan, I watched the Cowboys, I watched the Forty ers you know, I watched the Lions, I watched Barry Sanders. But it was like it had to be the extraordinary thing for me to focus on it. Right. You know, other than that I wasn't like the the
1: typical just I'm watching this oh, man, type I'd, of kid. Me and my dad, we could watch I think, yeah, Pretty much every Saturday, we would watch four games in a row on, oh, wow. uh, of college football mm-hmm. on a Saturday, because you could get, you could watch the 12 o'clock game, right. you could watch the 3 o'clock game, or the 3.30 game, you could watch the 6 o'clock game, and you could watch, watch the 9 o'clock, game. the late night game, and then you watch the Hawaii play at 12. <laughs> and then that was like, my, my dad would probably be sleeping and falling asleep on the couch because he was working all week and right. he was tired, and I'm still staying up watching Hawaii watching for no fucking reason, and, <laughs> and he, they're, they're horrible, you know, and, <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm like, a cop. come on Hawaii shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm barely staying awake. Come exactly. on, give me something to root for. You got to score at least once. Yeah. Damn.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Now nah, I, uh, my family, like the, my family ritual was ritual was uh, we watched the playoffs. Like, me and my mom would watch the playoffs, or me and my dad, we'd watch the playoffs. Like, basketball, NBA playoffs, that was our thing. Because okay. my mom hooped back in high school and college, and my dad was, like, the little street hoop dude or whatever. So he hooped all, you know, like, throughout the city or whatever. But, um, but yeah, that was the thing. My mom always liked watching the NBA playoffs. So, you know, um, throughout the week, I get to stay up from school. I uh-huh. get to stay up. Like, if it's a school night, I get to stay up late. And watch the whole game, and then go to bed.
1: Yep, in '04, uh, when they when the Pistons went to the net, uh, went to the championship, uh, one of the games I there it was like a fan night, and I got down to the to the court level, and I met a few of the players and oh, all dope. that stuff, and it was really cool because it was the year that they won the championship.
0: That was crazy. And That's I, dope. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, to bring it back to who just died recently, Tom Petty. I don't know if you remember, he did the playoff or the championship song when the Pistons went to the Oh, playoffs. for real? Oh, yeah. dope. That was yeah.
0: dope. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't even peep that. That's what's up. Yeah, yep. Tom Petty. I yep. I forgot Tom Petty just died. Damn, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dr. Drew was trying to say that it was a mix of Xanax and pain, pain, uh, pain pills. That's
0: what Dr. Drew said. That's what he claimed. Uh, that, he that, that, Get somebody uh, fucked up. He need to chill and stop talking.
1: That's that, that's what's getting a lot of people. He's trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they mixing the pills. Mixing them, the the two different kinds. Yeah. Uh,
0: man, Dr. Drew sound like he's trying to snitch. That's yeah. what
1: they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's his whole thing on the radio show that I listened to. Oh, is, for yeah. Really? <laughs> Oh yeah. He's he's a snitch. He said he said if you're gonna be a perfect parent, either tell your either tell your kids to do a lot of drugs or tell them to do none. So I tell them to do none. I said if you if I even catch you with 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 a, with a little speck of marijuana, you are your car's taken away, you're grounded for a week, and that's it. That's that. Oh yeah. He is super strict. He's yeah, like yeah, that's boot camp. Snitch qualities, definitely. So he's he's a little too crazy, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, man. if I caught my son with a joint, I'd take it away from him and I'd lecture him, but I wouldn't ground him and I wouldn't you know right, I wouldn't right. give him the third degree. It's a joint. Yeah, man. He's in high man. school. Plus, you tell kids
0: not to do something. That's just going to make them want to do it anyway. Exactly. I was one of those dumb kids. I was one of those kids where my mom was like, you better not do that shit. And I'm like,
1: I'm about to right. go do that shit. Catholic school girl type shit. Exactly. Yeah, the Catholic
0: school girl's way. Apparently, that's what I have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, KJ, uh, I yeah. think we did a good podcast. What do you think? You got anything else to say? What do you got?
0: Uh, t- Yeah, man. This was, this was fun, man. This was fun. Uh oh, one one more thing though about the Pistons. You said they won in 04. Yeah. Actually, uh oh, we had season tickets to to see the Pistons and uh I met I met the Pistons when they had uh, Carlos Delfino on the team. Oh no shit. Yeah, man. So I like got to go to like the locker room or like outside the locker room whatever and I had to get a jersey signed. And but it was only Carlos Delfino and like two other players and I had a Ben Wallace jersey. Me so too. Carlos Carlos Delfino Signed my Ben Wallace jersey, uh-huh. Carlos Delph. Oh that, no, that was the worst thing ever. I'm like, ah, oh, this yeah, is, that this gotta suck for this guy. He's like, why am I signing this Ben Wallace jersey?
1: <laughs> I didn't even think about what he was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking about what it like because I watch a lot of Pawn Stars, and I I'm thinking what would that be worth if yes. if another guy from the same team. Would sign another jersey if that thing would be worth anything,
0: right? You know, nah, it wouldn't worth shit because yeah. all my friends, like, I didn't even realize at the time. I was just excited because I was a kid and whatnot.
1: Yeah, when I
0: was younger. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, let's you know, let's uh, get this jersey signed or whatnot, all right. And then, uh, you know, when I got home and everybody's looking at the jerseys like, oh, that's a dope jersey. Who signed that? Did you get Ben Wallace to sign it. And I was like, "No, nah, that was Carlos Delfino. That's, right. Oh, man, get this jersey up out of here. Why you hanging this up? <laughs> that's you a awesome. Fool, man. Get this out of here. You dumb.
1: That's awesome. Wow.
0: But yeah, no, this is a great, this is a fun podcast, man. This is cool. Uh, uh, it was a little sketchy at first. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, yeah, hey, we good. We, Y'all need to get some Lunchables, though.
1: We, we checked our guns <laughs> at, the, at the door and we locked everything up and...
0: <laughs> exactly I'm like what is going on but yeah right. man this is, this is great I have fun Simple Joe Podcast man this is dope make sure y'all check that out yeah Uh, yeah and check out the Let's Go Comedy Show man March 14th so next Wednesday or this Wednesday coming up check it out I'm at the Tangent Gallery in Detroit make sure y'all check out that comedy show it's great it's me Jeff Horace Sabrina Wu Mike Jeter and Fago Red great comics great venue come check us out there you the go show.
1: KJ Comedy uh, What is it On Instagram
0: Oh uh, Check out uh, My IG page How to be KJ And uh, check out my Twitter How to be KJ also
1: And then check out my Facebook page
0: KJ the Comedian
1: That's how you get a hold of them. So there's no excuse Ladies and gentlemen This is the Simple Joe Show And give us a five star rating Thank you for joining Five stars out the way Simple Joe signing out right on time Exactly
0: what I need I need that gun from Swan I need to catch you. You, you, you. You, you. I need to catch you. <laughs> like you to I need to catch you. I need to catch I am on the